Welcome to Pete and Hannah's Watchlist. I'm your host, Pete Mitchell. We're here today for We Interrupt Regular Programming, our TV podcast. On today's episode, we're going to recap the season finale of True Detective Night Country. We're also going to look at Masters of Air, and we'll continue to look at Curb Your Enthusiasm. But before we begin, I'll let us, I'm going to tell you viewers and listeners what you should do. Hit the notification button and you'll get great content like this one. Like, follow, and subscribe all our social media channels and you'll keep up to date with all the content that we are on the channel, including, so this week we're reviewing Madam Webb and Bob Marley's biopic, One Love, and we're also going to talk about our experience at the Taylor Swift concert in Melbourne. And then we'll have movie news where we continue our recap of the Oscar movies and we've got the AFI Top 100 podcast this week. Last week we did Six Cents, and this week we're doing a Bringing Up Baby, movie number 88. Let's get on to the show and let's talk about that finale of True Detective Night Country. Let's start off. How good was the act in this episode? Jodie Foster, wow. She is one of the greatest actresses ever like she's you know silence the lambs uh, witness just you know just amazing she is brilliant and it was great to see her utilize her talents like i, I really loved her in a, a spike lee movie a few years ago called inside man and she played sort of that cold sort of baddie and she sort of did that in this episode but this episode she showed off so much range in this episode so this episode we picked off of last week where uh, Pryor was shot and killed and Pete had to look after the body and the girls, uh, Navarro and Danvers, went out to search for Clark. And they get to the mine and they go underneath and it turns out there's this lab in the ice and then they go upstairs and it's on the Salal. So they're all the time. They're, so they're looking for Clark and they finally find him. And then they torture him with the last words of Anna. And then he tells them what actually happened to Anna. And it was the Salal workers because Anna found out that they were forcing the mine to pollute and covering up the figures so they would the pot the biofrost would melt quicker. And uh, what a twist. So we talked about the mine and the uh, Salah working together. Um, but this this for research, you know. So they stabbed her and then Clark choked her and that's how she died. Then they ring the mine and then they got prior to come over. Now, at the same time, Pete is disposing of the body. Danvers and Navarro talking about how, you know, effed up Pete's going to be in life. He goes to see uh, Kayla and says, look, I have to do one more thing and then I'm back. I'll be back with you. Um, she kisses him and says, don't die. He goes out to see Maggie to dispose of the body and then he has to cut open his father to release the oxygen so he knocks him out of the sea. But this time, Navarro and Danvers are fighting because Dan, uh, Navarro brought, brought, brought up her son and really she didn't want to hear from it. So then Navarro's let Clark go 
Clark has died the exact the same way as the other Salah workers died in uh, in the uh, in Frozen, and Danvers escapes. She looks like she's searching for her son, and then she goes through the ice, and Navarro has to save her, and. Navarro and Danvers, uh, you know, this is just great action from Jodie Foster here. It's just, Kelly Reese is great as well in this. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. It's just so good. And then they figure out that the the lady from the first episode who was getting um, abused by her partner, she ha- had involvement because remember they were the cleaners. So Danvers and Navarro go to see them. And it turns out they're the ones that killed all the other workers. And so it's all coming together. And then Navarro and Danvers leave and let them get away with it. Back in the first episode, we said that this had something to do with it. And it turned out that this was girls, women looking out for each other and looking out for someone that had... Um, maybe ultimate sacrifice and it turned out that the mine and the Salah were in cahoots and they were causing all these birth defects, pollution problems, people dying of cancer all because of this permafrost now some people have said that you know it was a flimsy way of but sometimes murmurs are that like they're you do something and you get into into a situation and the only way you can get yourself out of it is through a violent act like this and they, they were just in, in a corner. And uh, I really liked the twist. I thought it was well done. It kept you on your seat. It made sense. Like sometimes these twists you go, oh, that doesn't make any sense at all. But yeah, it made, this made sense. It made perfect sense. You, you'd go after these guys stabbed your friend 30 times, you know, uh, and they made him pay. And uh, Navarro goes missing, and then you, f- you get a callback of Danvers uh, getting interviewed in by investigators. And so it's a callback sort of like a series one um, when Matthew McConaughey and Wynne Harrison getting um, interviewed by investigators as well. So she's telling the whole story, you know, uh, Otis got shot by Hank when a deal gone wrong and the Hank went missing and presumed that he's lost in the frost and when someone comes around we'll, we'll, we'll find him and and then Pete comes in and he seems yeah he seems okay but he seems like he's a little bit screwed up fast forward he, he's sleeping with his son at night uh, they ask Danvers about Navarro they ask about Navarro forced Clark to do a a confession before she asked him out to his death, and they that's how they found out about the mine. That's how they found out, you know, and and they asked Emma's, well, "How did that come in?" I don't know. He goes, "I'm just here to serve the the public." You know, there was a, there was a there was a place before the mine, and there'll be a place after the mine, and then Danvers is uh, really close with her stepdaughter. She goes to see Navarro, and Navarro is gone. There's just like a polar bear, so she drives out, and then she's on this uh, really nice thing overlooking a lake, and then you see Navarro there in Danvers. And it's, it was sort of intimated, because the last time you saw Navarro is walking out onto the ice, 
you know, is that a ghost? And so you're not sure either way. Great way to end. Great way to end, I thought. Um, you know, you don't want to know if it's real or not. Uh, yeah, like sometimes, sometimes it's good to have like, you know, a little bit ambiguity. And I thought it was a really, really good episode to finish a good series. Now, there was a couple of episodes there that they were, you know, they were just like fillers, but five and six, outstanding. Absolutely outstanding television. And I can highly recommend, you know, if you've watched this, you probably watched it. So, you know, because uh, we are giving away spoilers. Uh, that's True Detective. So we're going to recap um, next week uh, to the end of the world, which is um, was on FX in the States and it's on Disney Plus now. So that's all up. So we'll, we'll keep the sort of crime thing going and then we'll do uh, Masters of the Air as well next week. Uh, let's talk about Masters of the Air this week. So it's episode five. Last week we found that uh, Cleveland, which is Austin Butler's character, that he went missing. And so Callum Turner's character was going to fly and sort of like avenge. So he went with everyone else and we're back in the air. So the money came back with flying, obviously. There was no um, other sort of scenes. It was just all in the air. And a lot of people perished. Like only one of the planes from the group came back. Uh, a lot of people died, including Bubbles. Uh, Calum Turner's uh, plane got shot down. Yeah, this episode was full on. And you saw a lot of people bailing out. So I think this where this is going is you're going to get the um, Chiquiti Airman uh, from the, the opening credits. You're going to get them, which is the first black uh, squadron. And you're also going to get... A sort of like war camp, I think, because in the next episode, Callum Turner looks like he's going to get um, uh, captured. So you could, so like Great Escape, a movie that I can highly recommend if you haven't seen that, is about a lot of pilots getting captured and you know um, being put into a, a camp and then they try and escape. So I can see this show going that way. Uh, I'm not sure if Austin Butler is still alive. Cleveland, Cleveland's character. Um, not sure. The best scene in this show, like there were some good scenes in the air, but the best scene in the show, that after every, uh, after every uh, tour, after every mission, they get an interrogated by the higher ups to see what worked and where things went wrong, and they do. All, you're supposed to do a log. The navigator's supposed to do a log of people getting shot down. You know, when did that happen and all that stuff like that. And there was only one plane left. So they're interviewing this one plane. What happened to this plane? Don't know. Was there parachutes? Don't know. Um, there was one like, yeah, I remember that plane. It got blown up. Was there parachutes? Did you just hear me? It got blown up. Like it was really well acted. You could just tell how devastating that was. And then you get after that you get them cleaning out their bunks and getting all their stuff together. Um, they put all their stuff and they send it back to home. Uh, in the previous episode, you see um, some people turning up after a while. My stuff hasn't been sent back yet. So, yeah, it's it's like just like Pacific and Band of Brothers. It's just some episodes just really tough to watch. And, um, yeah, this one was really tough to watch. Uh 
like I think you're going to get a little bit less playing action in the next couple of weeks. It just seems that way going forward. Uh, but we're up to episode six. I think there's nine episodes in the season, so it's only a few episodes to go. There's another Apple show starring Ben Mendelsohn, uh, which is starting. So we'll start um, looking at that show uh, next week as well. And the last show we're going to talk about today on We Interrupt This Regular Programming is Kirby Enthusiasm. We're up to episode three. Larry's come back from Atlanta, which he's still got to go back to fight the charges of election interference. And he sees some Miller, um, Sienna Miller at the airport and she sort of flirts with him and Larry's like, oh man, I've got to break up with Tracy Ullman's character. And then you get Larry at the golf course. He's stealing golf lessons for free, just sitting on a park bench. Uh, you get um, Best Supporting Actor Troy from CODA. Um, he's in the episode. Larry steals the lessons and then goes to hit a ball and uh, <laughs> hits uh, Troy in the back with a golf ball. He didn't yell four because, you know, Troy's deaf. Uh, at the same time, uh, Susie's been given a dog for her birthday from Ted Danson and Cheryl. And there's a, um, a coyote attack and you can hear a dog yelping and... They go to Jeff, who's Jeff's playing golf with Larry. Uh, is that is that your house up there? And they go, yeah. And Jeff goes, yeah. Is that your dog? And he goes, yeah, I better go home. He goes, no, 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 no. Like, you, there's nothing you can do about it. So they end up playing the round. They go home and Susie goes, oh, how are you? And, God, oh, the dog. Oh, Frankie, the dog survived. What do you mean survived? He goes, oh, there's a coyote attack. And we heard it. And, and you wouldn't come home, like, and so everyone was just giving it to Larry and Jeff over this, you know, that they finished a golf game over um, seeing this dog Frankie. Uh, you also, in this episode, you got Leon, who's wearing basketball shorts and showing off his um, balls, and it's freaked Larry out, and then Larry has to talk to this next-door neighbour about a lemon tree. He comes over, and Leon's just sitting there, and he gets freaked out by these balls as well. And so it's just Leon. So then it, it occurs to Larry because Larry's getting in trouble because he's hit Troy in the back with a with a golf ball, and so he's going to get in trouble by the club pro, the the general manager of the uh, country club. And so Larry wears basketball shorts and shows off his old balls <laughs> to try and get out of it. Uh, this classic Larry. Uh, what else has happened in this episode? So. Larry's watching uh, Live By Night, which is stars Sienna Miller. And you see Larry's like, oh, I've got to break up with this woman. You know, she's next to her filing her bunions and all this, you know. Uh, Leon, <laughs> Leon has been chosen by a couple to impregnate her because she can't get um, pregnant. And so he's sort of getting ready for that as well. Like, it's just a lot of things happening in this episode, but it's very funny. Uh, the the bits with the golf course, like, you know, being a golfer myself, um, just just things you contemplate on the golf course and then just Larry, just being Larry, um, highly amusing. I'm really enjoying this last season. It's, um, some really good elements. Uh, Larry and Leon are just as funny as ever. You know, Jeff's been good. Richard Richard was good in this episode too. He, he said that he was going to leave Larry in his will, but it was uh, Larry worked out it was all a ploy because he wants... Um, 
uh, Richard wants Larry to leave him in his will so he gets Larry's money because, you know, Larry's Larry's got Seinfeld money. Um, so, yeah, that's some good good moments there too. Yeah. Ted Danson was in this episode. Um, always funny, him and Larry. Uh, Ted's jealous of Larry for his notoriety with the election thing in Atlanta as well. So, yeah, some funny stuff. So, Kirby Enthusiasm continues. Uh, we'll recap that in uh, two weeks' time. We'll give it a couple of episodes and we'll come back. So next week on We Interrupt This Program, we're going to uh, review the next episode of Masters Air. We're going to look at um, To the End of the World, um, starring Emma Corrin, Harris Dickinson, which is now on Disney+. Plus. So if you haven't watched that, give it a watch and then we can talk about it next week. And we're also going to talk about the... Um, a uh, couple of Apple TV shows and just give you a, like, a sort of rundown on Apple TV. That is it for the show. Tomorrow we have a What's Next where we have the great Hannah Mitchell back and she's going to recap uh, Madam Web and uh, One Love. And we're also going to talk about um, Hannah and my time at Melbourne Cricket Ground for the Taylor Swift concert. We're happy, we're lucky enough to go to night one. So we'll talk about that as well. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to our channels. Leave feedback and tell us what your thoughts on True Detective Night Country was. Until tomorrow when we catch up for What's Next, the show where we help you figure out what to watch next. It's bye for now.